The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. The Explorers podcast is sponsored by RM Capital, a provider of specialist small to mid-cap corporate advisory and boutique wealth management services. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garan Perio columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. It's a welcome back today to Q Mines, the Queensland Copper Gold Explorer slash developer we caught up with earlier this year when it was in the IPO stage. And we're happy to report the IPO got away with oversubscriptions and that Q Mines now trades under the code QML. It last traded at 35.5 cents for a market cap of 17 million. The company certainly hit the ground running at its flagship Mount Chalmers Copper Gold project, about 17 kilometres northeast of Rockhampton. It's a historic project, but has a modern resource estimate of 3.9 million tonnes, grading an impressive 1.15% copper, 0.81 grams a tonne gold, and 8.4 grams a tonne silver. The big news out of the company has been the identification of large copper soil anomalies around Mount Chalmers. Now, Mount Chalmers is a volcanogenic massive sulphide deposit, and the experts tell us that these things occur in clusters. More on that in a moment. Now, with that, I'm going to welcome Andrew Spark, QMine's founder and executive chairman, back to the Explorers podcast. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for your time today. Hi, Barry. Good to chat again. Right. Now, Andrew, it's uh, been busy since you've been very busy since the IPO. Let's start with the Made in Drilling program inside the uh, pit shell at Mount Chalmers. You got some nice hits there. What did it tell you? Yeah, look, it was great. Um, uh, the first program was obviously an 11-hole program. Um, it was a quick uh, quick diamond drilling program. And the, the real aim of that program was to confirm the historic uh, you know, drilling and, and the historic resource. So quick bit of background. We've got two pits up at uh, Mount Chalmers, which is our flagship project. And we've got quite a large copper and gold resource uh, under those pits. Um, uh, and and so, the, as I say, the first program was about confirming that that information, uh, and then we, we've, we've now got a, uh, two other rigs on site, and they'll be more about growing the resource. So, but I, I've got to say, those first results were, you know, quite quite spectacular. Very high grade, shallow, you know, copper and gold anomalism. Um, but but what it also showed, as as you sort of alluded to in the intro, is that uh, the previous explorers didn't actually assay for lead and zinc um, at Mount Chalmers. So. So we, we came up with some really encouraging lead and zinc numbers up to about 16% zinc and about 8% lead, mm-hmm. um, which will now start to work on um, updating into the, into the updated resource, which is due out in the fourth quarter. So, so, that, so really, really good initial drill results. So I think they demonstrate that this resource is going to grow, um, not only by tonnes, but also by grade. So really exciting first step and um, you know, um, you know, first drilling program for the company. Okay. So when might we see a resource upgrade from the project? Yeah, we're, we're planning on um, putting that out on the fourth quarter. So, um, so not too far off now. We've been, we're working on it at the moment. And, uh, and this current, obviously, the, the 11-hole diamond program and also the, the RC drilling that's going on as we speak uh, is planned to feed into that resource update. So planning to um, kick off in the fourth quarter. Right. The, uh, the lead zinc, uh, would that be included in the resource update? 
you think? Yeah, yeah, it will. So the good thing is this is, you know, one of the highest um, grade, um, you know, particularly gold grade BMS deposits in the world. Um, we've discovered recently and, the, and this drilling is confirmed. So, um, so but, but now adding in that additional lead and zinc mineralisation will, uh, will likely goose the overall grade, increase the overall grade. So, mm. um, so we're, we're, yeah, we're pretty excited about it. Yeah, good time to be including uh, some zinc too, of course. The price uh, well north of a dollar a pound. And I, I saw a Macquarie report the other day saying it looks like it's going to be uh, hanging around at these high levels uh, for the foreseeable future because it seems to be plugged into the battery materials thematic as much as anything else at the moment. Yeah, that, that's right. It's it's great to see all the base metals um, and even precious metals remain you know very strong um, in the current climate with this, you know, this impending demand from from you know the battery metals and renewables space. So um, you know, so it, it, yeah, it's a good time to have that um, you know an exposure to a number of those commodities. And 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 I will say it's it's quite uh, quite good having these VMS deposits from a you know uh, from a company and from a shareholder perspective because it it really provides um, you know investors with uh, I suppose leverage to a diversified you know um, portfolio of, of commodities. Mm-hmm. Even though it's as dominantly um, copper and gold, um, obviously having those sort of credits in there is is uh, is is quite fortunate. Okay. Now there's been some real excitement about uh, what's come from a six-month program to digitise historical uh, soil sampling results by the legendary uh, Geo Pico some 40 years ago. What did that come up with? Yeah, they were they were quite a good uh, exploration group. There's no doubt, and legendary I think is the, the right term. Um, look, they were on site here sort of 40 plus years ago, so so they haven't. This site hasn't seen much exploration for for a long period of time, and certainly not modern exploration. But they had, uh, I think it was three uh, geologists just continually, you know, um, mapping the ground and soil sampling up around the old mine site. But that data had never actually appeared in a uh, in a digital format where you could really um, conceptualize uh, what mm. it all meant and so so this has really taken us about six six to nine months to digitize uh, a lot of this um, these historic soil samples and also the historic drilling so it's been a very large sort of program that we've been working on even before the IPO um, but it, what it's done Barry is it's identified four very large copper and, and zinc soil anomalies and um, and whilst you know soil sampling is typically used as an earlier stage, um, you know, um, you know, exploration technique, up here it's been it's proved to be very effective. Um, you know, the Mount Chalmers mine was obviously identified through an initial soil sampling program. So, and and being a historic producer, we're very lucky that we've got a lot of that historic, um, you know, soil sampling data, geochemical data on the Mount um, Mount Chalmers deposits. So, and that so it's. Basically showing us that there's there's a lot of these Mount Chalmers, what we call lookalikes, um, you know, around the, the the historic Mount Chalmers copper and gold mines. So we're so we're really quite excited. But I think one of the key takeaways really from the announcement um, earlier in the week was that one of these one of these soil anomalies is about ten kilometres long by about two kilometres wide. So mm-hmm. very very large. And bearing in mind that Mount Chalmers was was about you know one to one and a half kilometres um, in length and and width. You know, it, it points to, I think, you know, we, we believe it demonstrate there's a lot more to go at this Mount Chalmers project and, and potential for a lot more scale, which is which is really quite exciting. Yeah. And these uh, four targets, um, physically, how far are they from Mount Chalmers? Yeah, good question. They're all sort of, you know, within a couple of k's of the existing pits. So um, some of them are obviously further away than others, but we, we've actually got 
uh, three exploration targets around the resource, which have already been drilled and modelled, uh, which are all within sort of circa a kilometre of the existing pits. Um, but some of these other targets uh, are actually, you know, a bit further uh, afield. They're sort of five to ten k's away. Yeah. Um, so, but regionally, this whole region is, um, you know, we think very prospective for, um, you know, for for more of these um, copper and gold VMS, um, you know, high grade VMS deposits. So, so that's led us to pick up a further about 120 square k's of ground in the region um, uh, where, where we think that, you know, this. Uh, the rocks are sort of conducive for these uh, these VMS deposits. So you've uh, protected the back door there, as it were, with these uh, new exploration applications. Yeah, that, that, that's right. We're really lucky that uh, it was open ground. So we before we put the announcement out, we we obviously made the logical step to to pick up a bit more ground before um, uh, before we we announced this information. So so we've got a, a really a great um, package there. It's what I call a large sort of regional um, package. Mm. Um, and we cover most of the, uh, you know, the majority of those prospective sort of, you know, rock units. I must say, but how good is it being 17Ks from Rockhampton for an oh, exploration project like this? Yeah, it, I've got to say, you're right. It's fantastic. It's, uh, you know, we're really enjoying working with the community up there. Um, we're using, we're hiring a lot of the local, um, you know, contractors and, and individuals out of the town. And actually, that's giving us a really nice benefit in that, you know, obviously there's some challenges at the moment with, with COVID and, and operating and bringing people in from the major capital cities. So so we're, we're really lucky that we've got a, a large regional town on our doorstep and we don't have to bring, you know, as many people in from these major cities which are experiencing issues. But but you're right, it's a lovely town, um, you know, reasonably close to the coast and, um, you know, it's just a lot easier to operate up there than the middle of WA with all the flies and the, the heat and everything else. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, so the next step, I understand, the EM survey, electromagnetic survey, you've... Uh, using Mount Chalmers as a baseline, obviously. Yeah, that's right. So we, we've we've just engaged a contractor, uh, a local contractor up there, to fly a, a very large EM survey. So uh, we'll have more out on that shortly. But that's going to cover um, the majority of this um, this perspective, sort of you know these host rocks. And EM's obviously been you know a very good um, uh, tool for identifying further um, you know uh, VMS deposits. Um, Obviously, particularly lights up a lot of the massive sulphide, um, which which occurred also at uh, Mount Chalmers. So, um, so yeah, so that, that'll that'll be a further targeting tool and just help us really refine our our drilling targets. Um, you know, before we really step up the uh, the drilling at some of these more greenfields regional sort of prospects. So, um, so that's that's something that's on the way. Uh, and and also we've got uh, we've just had our second rig land on site. So, um, we're we're sort of in the middle of a of a quite a large 30,000 metre drilling program. Um, so it's, you know, so with two rigs on site now, we're, we're really going to step up that news flow and and uh, start providing a lot more, uh, you know, a lot more sort of leverage that exploration, that drilling success. So I take it you've got, what, a, a one RC and one diamond rig working on? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So we're, we're using the RC to get down to the ore body and we'll and, and collar those holes and we'll, we'll um, we use the diamond through, through the ore body and a lot of those, you know, it just gives us a lot more information, so we've got one of each. Does that thirty thousand meter uh, commitment, drilling commitment, uh, encompass these uh, new targets that are being generated? Yeah, look, it, it doesn't. We we committed it under the prospectus to, um, which obviously um, during the listing three months ago, to to drill uh, a minimum of thirty thousand meters. So, mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's really the plan. We'd like to sort of surprise on the upside on that. 
Um, but but we've we've committed that largely to the Mount Chalmers project. So, um, but but you know at, at this point we hadn't uh, we haven't we're still refining our drill uh, drilling plans for these new newly identified soil anomalies. Mm. So so you know we, we may even uh, choose to step that up over time. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll provide some more um, guidance on that in the short term. Mm. So I get the sense you have a sort of a, a dual track focus here. Um, Mount Charms itself, working that up into a development proper redevelopment proposition, as it were, and uh, ex, uh, uh, greenfields exploration upside. Yeah, that, that's right. I, I sort of I suppose being um, you know in the capital markets exclusively supporting resources companies over the last sort of 17, 18 years. You know, I, I've always really like a, a more risk adjusted return um, mm-hmm. coming out of the, the capital markets. So. And I don't think, um, you know, a lot of the small cap uh, explorers really think about risk as much as they do about rewards. So so we've really tried to put together a business that focuses on, you know, near mine, brownfields, resource expansion, um, mm-hmm. first and foremost. And then, um, you know, we can we can put, you know, we can we can put a more measured amount of uh, drilling into some of these sort of regional targets and um, yeah, and whatnot. So, so we're really trying to sort of you know manage that risk well and make sure that um, you know that that uh, we you know we really focus on generating shareholder returns in a in a risk adjusted way. So, um, so so that's the the first point. I suppose the second thing to think about there is that this is a I suppose a business strategy that worked very very well for us with um, our previous business. Um, we sold uh, Alt Resources, which was also a listed resources company. It also had a brownfields, you know, historic mine at right. uh, in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, we sold that to a large private equity group end of last year, so um, at a at a very significant, you know, premium uh, to the, the then share price. So, so we're we're very conscious, you know, it's it's a, I suppose it's a business strategy that we've we've executed very well as a management team before, and we we really you know deliberately wanted to pivot into copper and into Queensland because it's one of the really the preeminent places to find big copper. So, um, so yeah, so we're, it's, it's, again, it's a similar strategy where it's, they're both, you know, we're Brownfield's, um, you know, historic producers and, and really the strategy is about, you know, trying to identify, you know, near mine, um, Brownfield's resource extensions and, and try and grow that scale. Yeah. Now, um, you mentioned your capital markets background there, and we are talking about copy here. I'm just uh, interested in our German friends who were, uh, we're uh, big subscribers to the IPO, and you, in fact, have a Frankfurt listing. So, was it the copper that got them in, or was it your contacts that got them in, or why oh, the Frankfurt look, listing? Yeah, look, um, no, we, 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 when we did the IPO, we had a, um, a fantastic um, large national broking house called Shoreham Partners, who did, you know, mm-hmm. really a fantastic job helping us with, um, with, with the capital raise and the IPO process. Um, and they introduced, uh, you know, um, three parties out of, um, out of out of Germany and out of Europe that um, subscribed for about four and a half million bucks worth of, um, you know, shares. So, um, so on the back of that, we thought uh, it would be, you know, only only logical to um, build a bit more of a presence up there. And so far, it's working really well. Um, you know, they've been really great supporters. Um, they've been very sticky shareholders to date, and and uh, I think they're really excited about, um, you know. Um, you know the leverage that that Q Mines brings um, to that copper, you know, expansionary copper, you know, I suppose thematic out there with um, with this, you know, transition to the way we you know use and and um, use use energy. So uh, and and I will say, you know, there's not really many ways to play copper on the ASX. No. Um, 
Mm. You know, when, when you look at gold as an example, there's two to 300 companies, but, um, you know, in the copper space you know, at any given time, there's really only sort of 30 to 40 explorers, developers and, um, uh, you know, and producers. And, and it's heavily weighted to the, you know, the Greenfields expiration end. Mm. So a big, a big part of our strategy is to, I suppose, um, you know, move Q mines in, you know, grow the tons over time uh, through, you know, um, brown, near mine, brownfields exploration and try and move it into that development end of the market where there's really only a, a small handful of stocks. So I think if we can, if we can, you know, achieve that over the next, um, over the next sort of 12 to 18 months, and I think that'll, that'll bode really well for value for our shareholders. Mm. That sort of 12 to 18 month time frame is that also when you expect to be in a position to start thinking about uh, getting into production? Yeah, yeah. Look, we we would like to um, you know start moving into that development phase reasonably quickly. It um, it was a strategy that worked very well with uh, at Alt Resources, where we we focused on you know near mine you know resources growth um, exploration, whilst we were also quietly working on the you know uh, the development side of things behind the scenes. So um, so it it really allows us if we run those two, I suppose, um, independent strategies in parallel. It, it allows us to really fast track. Um, you know the, the business plan, and um, you know, and hopefully add a, a you know more share, more shareholder value. So, so that's that's the thinking behind the scenes. Whether you know we've obviously got early, only early days, only three months listed, so we've got mm-hmm. a lot more, lot more to go. And um, but um, but so far it's looking good. Okay. Now the quarterly report uh, showed there was some spending at uh, Silverwood in Harry's. Is it? Uh, what are you up to there? Yeah, we've. No, good question. We've got three other projects. Um, all our projects are 100% owned, uh, and these three other projects are also uh, in Queensland. Uh, the, the, our exploration projects are closer to Brisbane. They're uh, at the top of the New England fold belt at, um, just out near Warwick and Stanthorpe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've got a mix of you know, some high-grade gold um, prospectivity at, um, at Harry's Range through to some, you know, a, a, a quite a you know, significant exploration target and which we think we'll get to resource at, uh, at Silverwood, a base metals um, resource, um, you know, to a historic uh, copper and gold producer at, uh, at Wuroo. So all very exciting, you know, projects in their own right. Um, uh, but, you know, being, being candid, you know, we'll, we'll continue to progress those, um, you, know, you know, in a small way, but really the focus here mm-hmm. where we think we're going to develop most value in the short to medium term is is at the, the, the high-grade Mount Chalmers historic mine. So that's, that's really getting most of our, our attention and most of the drilling meters. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so uh, bring it all together for us, Andrew, and uh, let investors know what they should be looking out for in coming months. Yeah, look, I think I think the, to, to wrap it up, um, you know, I think Q Mines is obviously a, a real copper uh, and gold-focused or Queensland-focused, um, you know, explorer that's moving to development. Uh, it's important to note that we've got two historic um, producing mines, so we're, we're very differentiated from a lot of the small cap uh, explorers in that we're, we're really focused on near mine brownfields exploration. Um, you know, our Mount Chalmers project, which is our flagship project, is the is one of the highest grade VMS deposits, particularly by gold grade in the world, um, which is you know quite well documented, and uh, and that's really exciting from our perspective because we think if we can grow that resource, you know, to sufficient scale. Um, you know, we think we can generate a lot of shareholder value over time up there. So um, lots lots of things on the way, lots of news flow. We've obviously got our second rig on site at the moment, drilling a very large 30,000 metre drill program, EM survey to kick off over the next, over the coming months, uh, and a resource upgrade, uh, in, you know, we're working towards in the fourth quarter. So 
yeah, lots on the horizon. Uh, we're very busy, small team, but very dedicated team. And um, yeah, looking forward to keeping everyone updated on how things progress. Mm. And uh, I take it you're all doing it hard out of, uh, you've got the geos uh, doing it hard out of uh, Rockhampton rather than a tent in Outback WA. That, that's right. They're, uh, they're, they're really enjoying it. Um, we brought the same team over from Alts and, um, you know, Bottle Creek, the, the Alt project was right in the middle of WA with, with very hot in summer and lots of flies. And I think they're just really enjoying being uh, in Queensland. So, um, uh, so yeah, so they're, they're very happy about it. Yep. All right, Andrew. Well, thanks for that rundown. Um, lots of uh, exciting stuff to look out for. it uh, be interesting to see what that EM survey lights up. Um, obviously, uh, given the work by GAPICA, we don't want to build expectations too high, but um, certainly something to watch out for. Then we've got the resource upgrade coming, so fascinating to uh, watch as the uh, year unfolds. So best of luck with it all, and we'll be following with interest. Thanks, Barry. Nice to chat. Cheers, mate. This episode of the Explorers podcast was sponsored by RM Corporate Finance, an active participant in emerging companies around the globe. To hear more about them or become a client, contact them on plus six one eight six three eight zero nine two double zero.